Welcome to the Better Boards podcast series. Our mission at Better Boards is to contribute to creating better boards. We do this by providing clients with an evidence-based approach for board evaluations and board development programs. To fulfill our mission, we would like to give a voice to all who care about creating better boards. All the views expressed in our podcasts are the views of our podcast partners and not those of better boards. In this episode, I'm talking with Alexander Lee. Alexander is investment manager at the Development Bank of Wales, where he serves on the board of 10 early stage tech companies in industries ranging from clean tech to fintech. Alexander has been working in the private equity and venture capital industry since 2013. He started investing and sitting on boards in emerging market business in South Africa before moving to the UK. So welcome, Alex. Fantastic to have you. Thank you for having me, Sabina. Delighted to be honored to be speaking about a subject that I'm equally passionate about. You are an investment manager in the tech team of one of the most active VCs in the UK, the Development Bank of Wales. In your role, you have a seat on the table of all the portfolio companies that are within your remit. What is the status and quality of the boards you observe? It's a mixed bag, really. For some founders and investors, it's the first time that they'll be sitting in the boardroom and they are literally learning on the job. For others, let's say entrepreneurs, they realize the value enhancing ability of a strong board and bring the board together before they've even received the investment. The quality of the board falls into a category I like to call investor readiness. There's very little training and information available to entrepreneurs to really help them get an investor ready and to make that leap from an innovative startup based out of their garage to actually being in the boardroom with C-suite executives. And this is something I'm actually personally trying to change. I think if we could just focus on one thing overall, it must be said that generally speaking, early stage tech startup boards lack financial experience and this often translates into poor financial control and unnecessary company failures. Can you describe how boards develop alongside the growth of their companies? As the companies grow, the caliber of the board members that they attract generally increases. The funding becomes more freely available so that board members can be remunerated with cash rather than costly equity. Investors are also a key driving force in the quality of a board be that either when a new investor representative joins the board or if it's a condition of the round of the investment to secure a, for example, a suitably qualified chairman. In addition, founders sometimes start seeking out non-executive directors who can open doors to sectors that the company is struggling to penetrate. So you just mentioned actually that board members can be remunerated with cash rather than costly equity. Mm. Can you give us some insights? What is actually typical? How much equity do founders depart with for a board member? I think it depends on the stage of business and I guess the credibility of that board member that they want to attract. So I've seen anything from say half a percent actually to 2% to 5%. On average, I would say 2% is quite common, but the thing you need to be very careful of, and you know, it's got to be balanced both sides, is when those options vest. They can't vest too quickly before the board member's actually been able to add value. So what is the typical vesting period? So I would say 
anywhere between about three and four years. A lot of entrepreneurs have been burned by that still because it often takes two or three, four more years than they thought to actually get up and running. So some defer to actually just saying the options are exercisable at exit and that keeps everyone aligned and driving towards that exit event. If it's an early stage company, what should founders look for in board members and what should board members really deliver? So I think let's break the board members into three categories. So we've got angels, co-founders and the non-executives. So in terms of the angels, the quality of the angel depends on how good the entrepreneur is or was at raising capital. If the round was oversubscribed, the entrepreneur usually picks someone who has smart money, even if it's not the cheapest. And when I say cheapest, that's in terms of the valuation that they achieve. With inexperienced angels, there's often an internal conflict of interest because even though they have a fiduciary duty to act in the best interest of the company, they often battle because there's this urge to protect their shareholding, often out of fear of dilution. And consequently, they might cause a, a company to raise too little cash, causing unnecessary early failure. Now, in terms of the co-founders as board members, again, Quality is determined by the entrepreneur's selling ability and willingness to find the right person before they begin. Did they pick an unemployed ex-co-worker or find a founder with a complementary skill set and new perspective? Characteristics of these people can range from passively agreeing with the founder on everything to someone who confidently defends their perspective, even if it's not popular. Now, the third type of board member are non-executives. Now, experience, not NEDs, bring so much to young companies. They understand that culture is set at the board level and that board meetings are reserved for high-level strategy matters as opposed to just general operational items. Qualities include humility, good listening skills, being able to challenge without getting aggressive, and showing empathy for founders. For non-experienced NEDs, the opposite applies. In your view, do tech founders actually miss a trick? Yes, I think definitely. Most founders see the board as a burden rather than a helpful point of reflection. Similarly with board packs, they think it's only the board that wants to read them three days in advance. And they miss the point that a good quality board pack actually is a value enhancing tool for a later stage. And specifically, if a private equity buyer is attracted to your business, they're going to review those board packs. And the better quality they are, the higher your valuation is going to be. What should tech founders really look for when they're recruiting board members? So I think it starts with first understanding the value of a high quality board. A strong board can help you raise more funds give you a more competitive valuation, open more doors, help the company benefit from past failures that aren't necessarily yours, and very importantly, help set the right strategies from the start. Then, founders should use their pull as an exciting tech startup to attract a fully formed and balanced board, including an experienced chairman. So what should board members actually bring to the table who are thinking about joining a young tech board? So I think you've got to think in terms of what are early stage, often young entrepreneurs missing. And it can be simple things as, you know, in terms of how to actually conduct a board meeting, how to maximize the value from the board. So a lot of entrepreneurs may start off and think that a board is about downloading information to your board, whereas in actual fact, 
most of that should be done via the board pack and then it's assumed that that is read and the board is actually to discuss you know very pertinent issues and strategy and to extract the maximum value from the board and that only becomes evident when you have a strong chairman who guides the board meeting so i think that's the number one skill that i would like to see more of and then the other bit is i think financial rigor so a lot of entrepreneurs would have had to have built a financial model in order to secure their investment but how many of them are actually using that to help guide the business? Has it been built as a financial model or actually as an operational tool that can help inform strategies to make the business stronger? How could founders really make the best use of boards? Can you provide our listeners maybe with three action items for founders? Okay, yes, yeah, sure. If you and your board are in a are inexperienced. I would definitely invest in some boardroom training. It's not something that probably comes naturally and it's probably nothing you've experienced before. And just think about all the other training you've had for various other components of your life. And this is probably a key one going forward. And that, in fact, we run a CXO forum at the Development Bank of Wales and all of our investee companies receive this free C-level training on items like this. And actually following your boardroom training session, Sabina, we saw a market increase in the quality of our board meetings across the whole portfolio. And number two, I think it's realize that your board is there to help you. On board packs, mark items for information, for discussion and for decision. You'll get far more out of your board. And the third thing founders should do is either conduct an internal review or ask external consultants to review your board. What are your strengths? Where are the gaps? Who's adding value? Who's not? Then take action from the findings. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Alex, for contributing. Thanks for having me. If you would like to contribute to our podcast series, please do let us know. You can best reach us on info at better-boards.com.